What's up, what's up, world? It's the one and only Amani with the E at the end. My conversation is Cajun. I'll be talking spicy. Welcome to this week's episode of Underrated Broken Pussy. Love Rookie. She give him all her cookies. By cookies, I mean pussy. This girl is kind of loosey. Dudes take her off the shelf and they put her on credit. 30 days later, return it and regret it. Use like a dish rag, jump with a hashtag, I blame it on the pussy, that shit must be bad, broken pussy. Maybe it's dry as hell, maybe it really smells, broken pussy. Hey, maybe it's really rough, maybe it's had enough, broken pussy. Nobody wants you cause you got a broken pussy. Nobody wants you cause you got a broken pussy. Broken pussy. Word to Issa Rae. Pussy. The word flows from the origin of being pusillanimous, meaning lack of courage or determination. Hence the reason she's broken. Women don't understand the sacredness and wholeness that the yoni possesses. We spend half of our lives giving, sharing, and exchanging our sacredness with men who are broken don't appreciate, acknowledge, or respect our womanhood. But how can they? If we don't appreciate, acknowledge, or nourish the very thing that makes you who you are. Your yoni represents all that is you. Your connection to her is your connection with spirit. Women are the most sacred beings next to God. We are the only beings that can channel, birth life, and carry the seeds meant to plan on earth how do you identify that she is broken by what you choose to allow and infiltrate your sacred space let's take it back to our first the first person you allowed to penetrate you consensually did you feel like you had something to prove was it for him or was it for you how did you feel once the moment was through was it used like a dish rag 
Most times, the issue lies in the fact that you're doing it for them and not for you. From my experience, I waited to break a cycle within my family out of the basis of fearing being a teenage mother. I wanted to prove that I could beat the odds of a generational cycle. That never stopped me from being broken because even though I waited, I consensually allowed someone to be in my space that was not safe for himself, but I wanted to feel sensual. That shit crazy, right? Cause I was ready, regardless of what his energy did to my spirit, after it was over, I prepared myself for the worst before it had even happened. Why? I was operating from a wounded mind, from a place of lack, not love, and definitely not worth. What was the worst? The worst was knowing that once he gets what he wants, the energy shifts, perspectives change, and treatment is no longer the same. But if I walked into this knowingly, why did I still do it? The point had already been proven before the exchange had even happened, based upon my own intuition. My yoni was communicating with me before I allowed my lotus to fully blossom. Still, I ignored her, abusing her. and abusing her, I abused myself. Question, how many times have we slept with someone knowing they were sleeping with someone else? Operating from a place of brokenness. For minutes of sensation, pleasure, and a sense of belonging. 15 minutes of pleasure caused me seven years of pain. Opening her to energy that was not sacred opened portals of mistreatment to channel through. I found myself operating from a place of brokenness, dealing with mentally, physically, and emotionally abusive men. Even though I knew I deserved more, it felt good. And the veil is thin. There is a thin line between love and hate, even for yourself. While she is crying for nourishment, you are so mentally wounded and emotionally detached, you don't even realize her tears. Which manifests in ways like lack of emotion with sensual energy and connection internally and externally. Pain, literal pain. Pleasure becomes painful, causing more harm than good to your body. Blockages of not being able to connect to your own sacral energy, your passion for life, and the ability to live freely. Emotional poison, planting thoughts of fear and unworthiness, telling, that you, telling you that you deserve the bare minimum or lack thereof, stealing your peace and your dignity. Fibroids, menstrual pain and dysfunction, even depriving you of the ability to carry. We hold ourselves hostage by the thoughts we possess because somewhere deep down inside, we feel that we deserve that type of treatment. And it's never fair. Initially, we're operating from a place of ignorance, not understanding the sacred space within us. Those thoughts transform into operating from a place of insecurity, thinking I can just fuck and not love, something that I once took pride in. But really deep down inside, what my body needed was love. What she needed was to feel worthy, not by them, but by me. She needed nourishment and sensitivity to accept and to forgive myself for all the trauma that I had endured. 
Healing started with me acknowledging her as my sanctuary. Taking the mask off within me to see where my truth was hidden. It took for me to start having really painful, necessary conversations with myself because they were honest. Questioning. Who am I without my beauty? Without money? Without someone to stroke me or my ego? Who am I when I'm hurting or feeling out of control? Who am I without outside validation? Who am I without my pain? A question that I didn't know the answer to. Who am I in love? Who am I when I hurt somebody else? The answer was cold. Who am I when I'm feeling? Which I couldn't identify what feelings were because I had grown numb. Who am I without my accomplishments? Reaching goals became my way of escaping the reality going on inside me. What most viewed as distinguished and accomplished, I looked at as a means to not feel my emotions, not giving room to appreciate my milestones. Who am I when I feel uncertain? I'm insecure. Lastly, if everything that validated me was taken away, would I like myself? The answer is no. It wasn't until I was still enough to reflect on my traumas that I was able to peel off the scabs of my wounds to even start the process of healing. And that process turned into a transformative journey of self-love, forgiveness, acceptance, and self-preservation. Practicing celibacy taught me about closure and forgiveness for all that I had taken myself through. I became one with myself, in turn, becoming one with God. To transform my heart's desires, no longer depriving myself of the love I so desperately needed to become who I am for myself and for those I love and consider so sacred to me. It gave me the clarity to discern who was here for what and why, tapping into my intuition. Celibacy allowed me to come back to the very questions that were once so daunting to my spirit. Now knowing who I am without my beauty, money, or external factors of validation, knowing who I am without causing pain to myself and to others, without comparison or malice, I discovered that within me, I am peace, I am love, and I am worthy and deserving. Deserving of more than just the bare minimum, being someone's second option or even optional. I deserve to be handled tenderly with love, care, gentleness, and nourishment. It wasn't until I raised the bar within myself that I attracted the love that I truly deserve and can appreciate and be grateful for. One that is patient, gentle, and free. Teaching me how to be more gentle with myself and the world simply by being himself. I started being more kind with myself, more gentle to myself, more patient with myself. Watching the language that I spoke to myself recognizing when and where I'm triggered, 
those moments need my full undivided attention. Taking the time to truly know myself and love myself is something that I won't ever apologize for. Neither should you. The truth is, can't nobody love you if you don't love yourself. And you can't give what you don't have. Nor will you have the ability to be open to receive it when it's real and true. The truth is, she may be broken, but you are the one that's hurting. Because you're hurting, she cries for you in the center of it all. The truth is, she knew her work all along. She cries for you because she sees your beauty, but also knows your pain. The way to healing is acknowledging the hurt and choosing to heal. Making a choice to say no to everything that is not healing to your soul. Take the time to learn who you are without pain. Take the time to learn your sacred sanctuary, to find a place of peace within your own home. There is no time limit on healing, and you must know that it requires patience. It takes years of unlearning the patterns and behaviors that shape us into who we are through pain. We all deserve love, a love that is patient, kind, gentle, genuine, and true. It starts with you. So what you gonna do? For updates, previous episodes, underrated merchandise, and more, be sure to go to gvcom, that is C-O-M-M dot live, and follow me on Instagram at underscore GBC Arts. Thanks for tuning in. I'll check in with y'all next week. Peace.